0: This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.Muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. In the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most generous, the most merciful. Alhamdulillah, was salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his household, his companions. We ask Allah to bless them and to bless every one of us. My brothers and sisters, the gifts of Allah upon us are many, many. I always say, every one of us, if you looked at where you were 20 to 30 years ago and you look at where you are today you won't believe how much Allah has favored you you won't believe how he has changed your life you won't believe how much positivity and growth he has granted you but man has a weakness and that weakness is we complain about the few things we are missing, or the dip in the graph as it is progressing upwards. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us an understanding. Today I'd like to speak about some of the most unique gifts of Allah. Some of the most unique gifts of Allah that many people don't even consider a gift. And I want to look into it from various angles. So some people look at money, they think it's a gift. Some people look at a a nice house, a nice this and that, and food and outings and holidays, and being able to fly in aircraft, and being able to do this, and having the best of clothes and perfumes and phones and gadgets and etc. All that is money and materially driven. But I promise you, the human resource the people in your lives that Allah blesses you with, those people are by far the greatest gift of Allah upon you. If they are the right people, you are heading in the right direction. If they are the wrong people, you are doomed. And this is why Allah tells us That when you associate with people, you need to know the limits with each individual based on who they are. If they are fine people, conscious of Allah, beautiful individuals with lovely character, honest, upright, straightforward, very fair, very balanced, they have a sense of consciousness of Allah, you can lower your guard. You can lower your guard because you know they won't cheat, they won't rob, they won't deceive, they won't stab you in the back and they will be an asset. On top of that, they will remind you where you are going wrong in a beautiful way that you feel like changing your life because of how they speak, because of how they tell you things. That's the best gift. That person can come in the form of a friend, friend you have. And this is why the Prophet tells us a person is known by his friends. Be careful who you befriend. A person is known by the type of company he enjoys being in. Be careful. And this is why the area you live in, your neighborhood. There is an old Arabic saying, Al Jaru Kabladdar, which means when you are buying a house or thinking of shifting into an area. Before you look at the house, look at the neighbors. Take a look at what type of people they are. Your children will interact. Your family members will interact. You will interact. So more important than the luxury of the home and the building of it and facility, the people around you. It's okay to live in a hut where there are lovely people around you. You feel like you are part of a bonded solid community where they won't let you down. And to live in plush, posh suburbs where your neighbor is a thief and the other one's trying to do you down and this one is waiting to see your downfall and the other one is actually attacking you. What's the point? So that's a gift of Allah. It calms you. You know when you're in trouble, in our lives, you can pick up the phone, you can send a message, you can call someone, they will come to your assistance. Before the end of the day, your matter is resolved. Because what happened? You have a network of people around you who care for you truly. Currently, we are lacking this on a global level. Why? People have shifted focus from those gifts of Allah to material gifts of Allah. When we shift focus, we will have what we have dedicated to achieve. Allah will give you. If you work hard to earn, you will earn. But that's not what will bring about contentment on its own you need to be able to have a community that you belong to the older people cared more about community than the new generation and the new generation has become more selfish where if there's nothing for me in it that I'm going to gain I don't want to be a part of it the older people used to sacrifice I don't mind losing some. They don't even look at, they didn't even look at it as a loss. They looked at it as a beautiful contribution to the community that my children and great-grandchildren will benefit from. And they served. They put up structures like this, beautiful house of Allah. They put up places. They thought 20, 50 years ahead and that was a gift of Allah. Take a look at how we're using that facility today. Whose brainchild was this? The older generation who cared for a community. Hasn't it become a little bit closed nowadays where I care for myself and that's it? That's why they were happier than us. Because happiness is achieved by making others happy. Happiness is achieved by ensuring that you have reached out to someone else. So one of the biggest gifts of Allah, and there are plenty, I'm not... Mentioning them in a specific order, but I'm mentioning something that people don't talk about. A friend you have, a genuine person, it could be a brother, genuine. Look at Musa one of his biggest gifts was his brother Harun. He even asked Allah, oh Allah, he will help me, he will be by my side, he will support me. Allah says, I gave it to you, no problem, take it. Sometimes it's a son. Look at Ibrahim salam. Allah blessed him with not just one, but Allah blessed him with his haq as well, as Ismail. And when he was building the Kaaba, was he alone? He had his son with him. That was a gift of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes it's a father. A father figure. Look at Dawud He was the father of alayhi salam. Together they had the empire empire they managed more than anyone has ever managed they had armies made up of other creatures of Allah that an ordinary human being would never be able to address so sometimes Allah has blessed you with something that streamlines you into a good direction not necessarily you becoming the wealthiest or being able to afford the luxuries we spoke about earlier. But you, being a balanced Muslim human being, believer, on one hand I work hard, but I will not earn through haram, prohibited means. My friend keeps reminding me, you know what, we don't do this. Never mind how crucial the deal is, never mind how much top dollar there is to earn here, but the fact that it is deception or it is prohibited i'm not going to do it we won't do it who reminded you your friend but i swear by allah if you had friends who were all dealing that way you would also be one of them for you it would be nothing to rob to crook to steal to pinch to deceive so long as i'm making the the dollar who cares that's the attitude sometimes and it's scary to hear that from the younger ones where When they want something, they will get it literally hook or crook. Literally. When we were young, we used to say hook or crook. We didn't really mean the hook or crooking. We just meant by any or every means. But today they've taken it literally. They actually mean we're going to go and steal it. May Allah forgive us. When we used to say beg, borrow or steal, we only meant get it by all means. But they mean truly. May Allah forgive us. So, we've spoken now about how Allah has bestowed upon us the gift of people around us. Make sure that you identify them. Sometimes while picking up stones, you miss the diamonds. Remember this. Sometimes while picking up stones... You've picked up so many stones, you left the diamonds and you carried on. So learn to appreciate the people in your life. Thank them, make dua for them, especially the good guys. Those who might not be so good, pray for their goodness and pray for yours as well, for all of ours. But the good guys, try and be in their company, try and benefit from them, try and be more with them, try and interact with them so much so that business deals as well wouldn't it be a pleasure to do business with a person who is upright and straightforward and he comes up and he doesn't cheat no deceiving that's the reason why the prophet says those business people who are honest and upright in their dealings they will be resurrected with the prophets of Allah how why such a high rank because wealth has this ability to attract people via the whispers of the devil to the wrong of it to the wrong of it when a person gets greedy greed begins to make you develop habits that were not in you and you even tell yourself hey i wasn't this type of a guy i wasn't a man who used to run after money 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 and that's it but i've become like that you know why because of the circle of people around us so thank allah identify and appreciate the people around you like i said it could be a son it could be a father could be a brother it could be a sister or a mother it could be an aunt it could be more than one of those these are the gifts of allah and this is why allah chooses blessings for people you must try you must try you must keep on trying to do what to filter the people around you keep filtering keep filtering Water, when it comes out of a borehole, a little bit more lime in it. People say, you need a filter. For what? Because the lime, over time, it might harm your kidneys. That's what we hear, right? So they put a filter. To filter the water, more important than your water is your deen, your character and conduct. Remember that. Filter the people. Distance from those who are evil. Those who have proven over time that they are evil. You might not know. We give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, they say... A person appears to be intelligent until he opens his mouth. When he opens his mouth, it's either confirmed or he either proves himself to be the opposite. It's a fact. Sometimes you see a brother or a sister and they appear to be so good and so kind, they're always smiling. And then you hear them for the first time opening their mouths and you're just like shocked. Whoa, I can't believe it's the same person. The same applies. You get to know people when you deal with them. The minute you've been robbed, you never ever be as a believer bitten from the same source more than once. Never twice. Never. If you're a true believer in Allah, you're bitten once, you step back. You either close the hole, then you can go back or you go elsewhere. But you don't drop in the same place two times. No, you're a fool. Remember this. That's a hadith of the Prophet. Wa sallam. A true believer. He's sharp. He knows I will not be bitten more than once from the same source, the same hole. I'm not gonna trip. Your tire burst in a pothole. You would be foolish to burst the other tire in the same pothole the next day. First time you're excused. May Allah forgive us. But it'll be quite costly, by the way. So my brothers and sisters, this is how we should be filtering the people around us because it has an impact on us. I give you an example. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu was the friend of the Prophet, peace be upon him, from a young age. Look, everything I said falls in place when you think of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. Allah blessed him to be In the company of this young person in the same neighborhood, same community, they were like more or less neighbors from a young age. Wow, that's a blessing of Allah, you see, blessing of Allah. And they stuck together. They both had very good habits, not just the two of them. There was a group of them. You know, if you take a look at whom we call the al-ashara, al-mubashareena bil-jannah, the 10 who were granted good news of paradise while they were alive. Most of those ten were friends of each other. Most of those ten were friends of each other prior to Islam. So when Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu heard from the Prophet, peace be upon him, the message of Islam, he was the first man to accept it. They were buddies from before. They were friends from before. So as they were friends, wasn't it a gift of Allah? As a result of good friendship... He stayed away from alcohol. As a result of good friendship, he became one of the best people to tread the earth after the prophets of Allah. As a result of good friendship, he was given news of Jannah while he was alive. As a result of this friendship, there was so much that he benefited. And subhanallah, Muhammad, peace be upon him, became the son-in-law of Abu Bakr from one angle when he married his daughter Aisha radiallahu anha. And there are so many other examples. Like I said, all those 10 were lovely people. Now I want to spend a few moments looking at it from another angle. It's good for me to say, filter your friends. Make sure that you step back from people who don't have good habits. If you have the ability to correct them, you may do so. It's your duty to remind them. If you don't have the ability to do that, minimum is protect yourself. Protect your family members. Protect those around you. Remember this. But it's not good enough to only talk about filtering friends. We need to be the friend we would like for others. What does that mean? You know, when you want to get married, people say, I want a husband like this, like that, like that. Others say, I want a wife like this, like that, like that. The question is, are you the wife that such a person would be looking for? Are you the husband that such a person that you are saying would be looking for? Many times you want an angel. The angel doesn't want a devil like you. Allahu Akbar. See the point? So many times we want to be saying, I need good friends. But I'm not a good friend. I cheat. I deceive. I steal. I rob. I bad mouth. I've got bad words. Bad words, my brothers and sisters, I want to tell you something. We have made a resolution long back. Cut them out. You don't need them. I swear, these F's and B's and A's and Z's and X's and W's and what other swear words are they? The list is endless. All these swear words, we don't need them. Cut them out. It will increase you in honor in the eyes of Allah. Why? You respect yourself. We don't need those words. Try, see, when you speak in a beautiful way with lovely, clean language, you respect yourself, you feel good at night. You feel good when you get up in the morning, you're an honorable person, you don't feel low and cheap, but the minute, blanket, you're using all these, la- these words from the morning to the evening, anything happens, a bad word comes out of your mouth. Imagine the day something massive happens and you're going to die, for example, just an example, inshallah we don't. And if you're used to only saying the worst words, that worst word will have come out of your mouth automatically without you thinking. It's like the airbag. Boom! It comes out. The same thing. It's a bag that comes out of your mouth. Bad word. But if you're used to saying Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, la ilaha illallah, what will happen? At that moment, you're going to say those good words. That's why we say, say good words. Be an upright person. Be honest. Someone's given you more change. Tell them, brother, there's a dollar more here. And you will be a real, real winner the day you say, brother, there's $5,000 more here. Because the bigger the amount, the more tempting it becomes. I read a story of a person, and it's a true story, who was cabin crew on an airline. And after one man used the toilet there, the cabin crew found $50,000 US cash in the bathroom. What would you do? (laughs) What would you do? It's Jum'ah, it's a masjid, it's a house of Allah. We are mu'mineen. We would do the same that cabin crew did. We would pick it up and say, you know what, there's lost money here. Whoever was in the loo just now, this money has been lost. You need to tell us how much it is and you identify it and come and collect it. Subhanallah. I hope we would do that. But sometimes people would just... Justify it, ah, you know, in Zimbabwe we're going through problems. I'm sure Allah will forgive, man, ah, you know, you know. We heard the other day Allah is forgiving. Hey, fifty, come on, if it was five bucks, it's okay, but fifty, no, 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 never. The bigger it is, we are honest, we are upright. Allah will give you barakah worth five billion. Wallahi, wallahi. You know what is barakah? Barakah is priceless blessings. Barakah, the blessings of Allah. You have good health, you have a happy home, you have contentment, you are not stressed. Stress is a killer. Lack of contentment is something that everybody is complaining about. Why? Because we don't have the blessings of Allah. So as much as we want good people in our lives and we acknowledge it's a gift of Allah and we've given examples, we must work harder than that to become the friend we would like others to be for us. I'm going to be good, I'm going to greet, I'm going to be honest, upright, I'll help wherever I can, I won't swear, I'm going to be the best person, I'm going to take care, I'll make sure no one talks about my brothers, my sisters behind their back in a derogatory way, say good things, and so on. I promise you, when you show concern for others, Allah will take care of you. When you show concern for others, Allah will take care of you. The Prophet says, Allah continues taking care of his slave, helping him, for as long as he's busy, taking care of others, helping another. That's why we're not being helped, because it's all about me. What's for me in it? That wasn't the case a few years back. Our forefathers, some of you may know your grandfather, your great-grandfather, perhaps those who are slightly older, your fathers their concern for the larger community was far greater than all of us put together. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Their concern. Right now, it's becoming less and less, and it's worrying. Why? It's a worrisome trend. The reason is, what's going to happen to our children? What's going to happen to our grandchildren? We're not setting a good example. It's become such that neither do we have good friends nor are we good friends to others and not just about friends our brothers our sisters our mothers our our parents our own children they don't see role models in us anymore so a person who has a gift of allah is one who his own father or mother is his role model what a gift of allah many people don't have that if your father's worked hard To let you see a light, you need to thank Allah. You need to pray for him. Why? Because you saw the light just like this. Whereas there were others who were born in circumstances where Allah tested them more. They had to get that light from another person because their father himself, you know, they say, was there light at the end of the tunnel? And I say, there wasn't even a tunnel. Allah forgive us, let alone the light at the end of that tunnel. There was no tunnel. So sometimes some of us are parents who are so far away from the mark that if our children had to do what we are doing today, we would be embarrassed. You see, if our children had to have some of the habits we have, we would be embarrassed. So why can't we change that? Why can't we do something about it? I hope and I pray that the few words that I've said have highlighted this issue of the gifts of Allah and the human factor, the human resource as we say, those around us and to be able to not only appreciate them but to become people who others will also appreciate at some point and over and above all of that appreciation is the fact that Allah will definitely reward us with happiness in this dunya and with Jannatulfir those paradise in the Akhirah, Akulu Kawli Hadha, Wa Sallallahu wa Ala Nabina Muhammad.